0: Doers of the Word. Susan Snavely wrote that song. Where'd I always think of her every time. Kind of like I think of my friend Dave up there when I hear other songs. You know, some of my favorite singers and musicians are around me all the time. It's so, how many enjoy listening to Brother Moore's CDs where he sings? Man, I've been spending a lot of time in those lately. It's been good. Amen. And then we got these people, and the people in Branson. You know, the Lord joins people together just right. You know, we tend to help one another. You know, in the, you know, people. I, I hear about people in the in the churches. You know, if somebody's uh, having struggles, maybe they're just not feeling good. Maybe they just need. You know, did you know that sometimes people get off? Right, <laughs> they just have a bad day. They don't. They're not supposed to, but they do. Anybody? You guys hadn't probably done that. I've done that, so you guys can look to me again, right? And sometimes somebody just needs to come up and encourage you, and, and get you back to where. Say what? And then you, they'll put you in remembrance of what you're supposed to be doing instead of what you're doing, right? How many know we're not designed to sulk and whine, right? No, we're designed to overcome. How many of you know we're not designed to argue and be in strife, right? You know, I was talking to my older brother today and he was talking about something he was doing in business, and he said, you know, God finally told him, He said, You can have the last word or you can have victory. Like right? So he humbled himself and and got favor. He, he he went he went the love route. You may know the love route never fails. Amen. Glory to God. It has nothing to do with the service, but you get that all for free. Just like the messages are free, the add-ons are free. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Open your Bibles to 1 Peter 3. We're going to talk a little bit about prayer. And how many know when the greater faith's coming up, we want to pray? Yes, right? We want to pray together. Yes, how, many, how many have been to Wednesday night prayers maybe lately? They've prayed about greater faith. Probably the last couple, at least. And now, all of us that didn't raise our hand. <laughs> right? Oh, by the way, we have Wednesday night prayer, right? But, you know, sometimes there's other things going on, I understand. But tonight, we're going to pray as one. We're going to pray together. We're going to pray at the end of this. We're going to talk about prayer first, and then we're going to do it. How many of you know you can talk about it, and you can do it? Yes, so we'll talk, and then we'll do. Glory to God. Where did I say go? First Peter 3, verse 12. It says, for the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. You think that's the righteous by name or righteous by act? Did you know that no righteous person, no unrighteous person can act righteous? And your actions are not what make you righteous. Amen? Your righteousness is what makes you act righteous. Right? Before we had the love of God in us, we had not the ability to love. We only had a human form of love that kind of went away when you didn't feel like it anymore. Right? <laughs> or somebody did something to you you didn't like. Or it didn't go the way you're supposed to go. That's human love. Godly love, it'll be right there waiting for you to stop sulking, <laughs> telling you how you don't have to, and, and picking you back up. And, and it's eternal and, and his righteousness and the things of God are that way, and if he, he says the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous." in other words, when he looks down in a crowd, we should stand out. He should look down there and he say, "That's mine. That's mine. That's mine. They're mine. They'll do what I say. They listen to me. They, 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 they use my direction. That's the righteous. The righteous are the people that do righteous. Not they they couldn't do it before. They were made righteous, but once we were made righteous, now we have the ability to do righteous works. You don't do righteous works to be righteous. You do righteous works because you're righteous. Amen. Amen? Amen. And and that that's, you know, the things of God sometimes because of our humanness, we want to work for things. We want we want to we want to do something to get somewhere. But God says, get somewhere and then you can do something. Amen. Amen? So we're all, he's always trying to get us to the place where he can use us. So he made us righteous because he said, I can use them righteous. Right. I mean, in first John, it says, it says, don't make any mistake about it. People who are righteous are who are doing righteousness. Amen. (laughs) It's it's not. Why? Because they can. When, when, when a person, a righteous person acts, the, mo- the motives of their heart and their action match. When a, when a person that's not acting in righteousness acts, the motives of their heart match their act. It's the same, same thing. The motives of your heart will show where you're at that, at that moment. Amen? And what God's saying is my eyes are over the righteous. In other words, how many want to know when God's looking down, he, he sees you? Amen? He doesn't see... Because like, if if you're up there and you're, you're like this, well, I don't know why we had to have Him here. I don't know why they do it that way. I don't know why this don't work. I, God never does that for me. And He looks down and He don't even see you. Don't matter how long you've known Him. Why? Because you're blending in with the world. Because that's how they act. They get mad at the waitress when they don't get the food they want. Right? They whine when there's one spot left on their car after the car wash does it and get try to get three free ones. If you did that before, stop it. You're prosperous. You don't have to get three free ones. Amen. (laughs) You guys are gonna love me no matter what. Because you got the love of God in you, so you're just gonna have to do it. And I'm going to love you right back. It's good to be here. I haven't been here in a year. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Huh? Spend all that time here, and then all of a sudden, they zap you out. We had a, we had a lot of things going on these past couple of years, haven't we? Yeah, the Lord's helped us. Churches have grown. Things have been good. The Lord's growing us. And we're the righteous. When we pray tonight, he's going to look down. He said, my people praying. You know what? I hear the prayer of the righteous. My eyes are over them, and I hear their prayers. Amen. Glory to God! Don't you like it when you? God's not only—he not only sees you. The, the whole crowd could be yelling, but your voice go up, and He knows exactly who you are. He says, "Hey, well, I'm not listening to all this other noise. Dave's praying." Amen? He's getting ready to ask me for something. And when the righteous pray, I hear that. And not only do I hear it, I now take action because that the righteous are also in faith. The righteous or the just live by faith. Amen? And so what he's doing when, when he says, He who knew no sin was made to be sin so that we that, and you could put it this way, we that knew sin really well could, be, could know some righteousness. Amen? And he made us righteous. He took away our sin status. He put us in our just status. And now we can live by faith. We can live righteously. And we can pray. Oh, my goodness. We can talk to God on, just like he's standing there. You know when it says pray without ceasing, what's he saying? He's not saying get in a closet. We've got people do that, too. They go get in a closet all day long. Did you know that you can communicate with God from the time you wake up until the time you go to sleep? And sometimes while you're asleep. He ever woke you up and said, hey, yet has he ever woke you up and said, hey, and you said, yeah, and then you didn't write it down and then wished you had. I have. I try not to do that anymore. Amen. God is bringing us has brought us to a place that if we will act on the righteousness that we are, then our works will will bear fruit from who we are. Our prayer will bear the fruit of the righteous. In other words, if God sees you and hears you, then your prayers are getting answered. Amen? Well, what's he say in, in 1 John, what is it, 5? He says, he says, and this is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will. Now, according to his will is as much how as what? <laughs> According to His will, you, you you can't just be in any position. Uh, you can't be mad at the world and pray according to His will. <laughs> Did you know it's not good to be angry all the time? It's not good to be it's not good to be angry very long at all. I don't even like it very much. That's right. If I get angry for very long, I'm glad if somebody slaps me on the back of the head and says, "Hey, this ain't you." Sometimes it's Mrs. Moore and she can slap you on the back of the head. She can slap you on the back of the head without touching you. Huh? She can, can't she? Yeah. It'll, it'll jar you loose, too. Amen? But, but I want to know that I'm in a place where God can use me to pray. We're in a place together tonight, but we're, we're only together as far as our faith goes. So when we pray tonight, we pray as one, believing the same thing, the same way, praying from the same position, the righteousness of God, standing up and and, and standing out. Not just standing up, but standing out. And God says, oh, there's my people. My goodness, listen to this. Whatever they ask, they know they'll receive. What? Because they know I hear them. Why do they know I hear them? Because they ask according to my will, not just what's in the book but they ask with a heart that could receive you could ask a thousand things that you know are in the bible without a heart to receive and never get anything right. amen but you could ask from the position of righteousness that we've been placed and you could receive all because that's how much he wanted you to have to start with it was his idea he, he already wanted to answer it before you ask he's waiting on you to ask Glory to God! Look at the look at the verses that start this. Go up to uh, uh, three, verse eight. Three, verse eight. Because that that you know you have to look what what is previous to the verse. And this this is kind of the, where where he's starting to end. But I think there's even more chapters after that. But he says, "Finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one another of one another." You know, look at that in the Young's Literal, just to show you what that word compassion means. There, having one mind, having fellow fellow feeling. In other words, we're 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 feeling the same thing. Right, and I like the word fellow because I'm getting to be a senior fellow, right? So somebody's going to start an organization. and They're going to say Dave is a senior fellow in that organization. Fellow feeling, in other words, like feeling, in other words, my heart and your heart feel exactly the same way, the same excitement the same the same goodness of God, our hearts feel what we're getting ready to pray not not our not our warm and fuzzies, our heart amen go go back to the and you'll notice the word pitiful means compassionate, which is why I changed that too it says Having compassion one another, love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, keep going these are all how righteous people act right <laughs> not rendering evil for evil now you say you want to pray right and you want your you want God to see you and hear you well these are the verses leading up to seeing you and hearing you so if you're, if, if you say, well they did this to me, I'm doing it to them They said this about me. I'll say it about them. You blend in. The world does that every day, every hour of the day. We all did it before we knew God. The fact is, while we have the ability not to do this anymore, the world doesn't have the ability not to do this. They will turn on you. I don't care. The, The most loyal person without God can turn on somebody they don't have this this is the staying power of God when you begin to operate in the righteousness of God you begin to act these ways you no longer talk about somebody that talked about you or give them back for what they gave to you amen but on the contrary you bless them somebody calls you a name you tell them you love them well, <laughs> buy them a gift buy their dinner Right? They didn't bring you the right food. You got fish instead of steak. Really sad. You're gonna have to go a ways to forgive, but you can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Amen. We bless. That's what righteous people did. We we are not like the world. We stand out, and the ways you the ways you're gonna have to stand out are not by being a, a Christian that acts righteous but by a christian that is right and then your actions just match up you don't even have to try it's who you are if you're a broom you sweep amen it's who we are and when we when we are this we don't have to wonder if we're going to get upset and and return evil for evil or railing for railing we know that in our hearts we're going to bless Amen? This is what my, actually what my brother and I were talking about when he was talking about this. Somebody was railing on him, and it was a business deal, and it was about to go south. And God said, you can have the last word, or you can have victory. In a Christian's life, you can do what you feel like doing, or you can listen to God. If you're going to pray and get answers, you're going to listen to God. Because that keeps you standing out. Amen? Next verse. For he that would love life and see... These are still the verses that lead up to God seeing you and hearing your prayers. Him, 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 his eyes being over you, watching after you. You know, if, if God's looking down here and I'm over there, he can't see me. Why? Because he's looking here where I'm supposed to be. Instead of, But I'm over here where he, he's not looking. Amen. He he's not going to change his vision to meet my mistakes, right? He'll 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 throw the mercy rope after you. (laughs) He said, "Here's some mercy. Let me drag you back in over here." Amen. He that would love good, love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking guile. You notice it starts with your mouth. But notice this. He said, "Let him refrain." You know, a lot of people want God to change their language. God ain't going to change your language. You're going to change it by allowing yourself to be righteous, to be who God saved you to be. Put the love of God in you. When you have the qualities and characteristics of God, you don't fight with this all the time. Your mind may say, I'm going to say this, and your heart immediately said, no, you're not. That's not who we are. That wouldn't represent God well, and it wouldn't represent you well. And so your heart, your righteous heart, overrode your stupid head. Amen. <laughs> and that's what you're looking for. But, but he's not going to refrain. He says you refrain. You want to see good days? You refrain your tongue. You keep your lips from speaking guile. Verse 11. Let him askew evil. Evil, you know, we, we think of evil and over, we, we look at things a little different. Evil is harmful, it's hurtful, but it's also worthless. Evil has no value. If you're doing things outside of who you are, outside of love, if you will, then the value is worthless. Amen? And And, and that's one of the words used for evil. When it has no value, it's evil. Because everything God does has great value. and So we're sons and daughters of the Most High God. Therefore, we take after our Father. Therefore, everything we do can have that same value. That's why he's so big on words. His words, when he says stuff, there it goes. It's happening. Why? Because he doesn't say any worthless things. He doesn't speak a devalued word. Everything he speaks has great value. Amen? But when we speak, we speak the same way. We're, we are made in his image and, and recreated in Christ Jesus to do just what, He's, just what he did and does. Amen? When, when, we speak, when we speak, when we eschew evil and do good and we begin to speak right and say right and not, let, not allow our feelings to say, you know what, I don't like it and I'm going to tell everybody in the world about it. Right. They didn't treat me right. I'm going to I'm going to post five Yelps and six whatever they have on the, you know, I'm going to email it and tell, put it on my Facebook and I'm going to tell them they didn't do me right. They did not do me right. You know, even if that's true, you were hurtful, harmful and worthless. Right. None of us did Jesus right. And he went ahead and died for us. Better yet, he rose again. Thank you, Lord. Let him seek peace. In other words, we're always the peacemaker. And pursue it. Ensue it. Pursue it. King James, he's he's a little odd. (laughs) Seek peace and pursue it. Amen? And then that's when the eyes of the Lord are over you. Why? You're, you're doing all that. Why? Because you're righteous. You can do that. You not only can you do it, you do it for the right reason. Not so his eyes will be over you. His eyes are over you because you are that way. He's the one that made you that way. We're not doing things to get him to do something. He did something to get us to do something. Amen? And now, now, we do, not only are the eyes of the Lord over the righteous and his ears now hearing our prayer, he is looking to hear from us. It, it, I mean, God's literally looking. He's waiting to hear you. How many got kids in here? You could be on the playground. 50 kids. Your kids scream. That's right. You know it's your kid. That's right. Mom and dad both know that they will stop. They could be in the middle of a conversation. But this is what God is when the righteous begin to pray. He says, oh, that's my kids. My kids are getting ready to ask for something. Amen? And and what he's saying in all these things, verse 13. And who is he that will harm you if you be an imitator of that which is good? Look at that in the the Young's Literal. "Who Who is he who will be doing you evil if of him who is good you may be imitating? If if we are imitating God, what's what's he saying? Everything he just talked about. God never does anything evil. He always pursues peace. He always brings peace. He always walks in love. He always says things of full value. He never says an idle word. And idle words doesn't just mean stuff you say while you're not thinking. It, It means stuff that don't help somebody. If it hurts somebody, those are things we don't want to say. Amen? And, and it, you know, I know in my life, some of those things are too easy because you just say it. You know, it was a little funny, but no, it just wasn't right. It, it didn't bring value to the situation, and it didn't help. As Christians, as righteous people, we need to think about our, our words as something that would always have value, always bring something to the situation that could change it, make it better, bring peace, leave, leave no way for strife. Amen, because these are qualities of a good prayer. You know, good, I, I remember years ago we were teaching Bible studies, and somebody was had gotten off and they're out in the world, and somebody one of the, one of the people prayed and they said, "Put a hedge of thorns." All right, my goodness, I hope nobody ever prays that for me. I don't want to hit the hedge of thorns. Uh -uh. I want the cloud of mercy, right? I want the blanket and pillow of love. Give me something to bring me back that doesn't hurt me. Amen? I mean, sometimes we make choices that God just can't help us because we're so far out there. But he's a merciful good God. I don't want ever to teach my kid by them being hurt. I want them to learn by the Word, by the goodness of God, not by, not by hitting their thumb with a hammer. Don't hold the nail that way. Okay, go ahead and hit your thumb, or put your hand on the stove. Here, just let me put your hand on the stove so you know it'll hot and you'll never do it again. No! Let's tell them it's hot as many times as it's hot. Somebody asked me one time, they said, how many times do I got to tell them? till they get it. That's how many times God told you. Right? And after you said that, and he's got to tell you again because you didn't get it. <laughs> right? He said, how many times? He said, I thought I had this through with you, Dave. As many as it takes. We were doing that with... I won't say that. <laughs> Kim knows. <laughs> glory to God. First Peter. Oh, glory. James. How about go to James? Thank you, Lord. He's helping us. Amen? Yes. We, we want to do this. We want to we pray, but we want to be in a position. Maybe, you know, maybe just like Rob talked about when he got up there. And, you know, maybe you had a little rough day. Maybe there was a couple things that didn't. But, but you overcame those and you're in victory. But get them off your mind now. We're going to pray. Right, right. we got a meeting coming up. Yes. How many are excited yes. about greater faith? Oh, Lord? You, you know, when, when, when the Lord tells Brother Moore, I want you to do this and this, then those two things got to be important to this body of believers. Right, yes, Amen? Amen. And, and, and every time they come up, there should be an excitement in us. Right. Amen? Right. An excitement in our righteous hearts that good things are about to happen. Yes. And God senses that excitement. He said, hey, watch this. My people are getting ready to pray. Amen. Watch this. Watch this. They're getting ready to pray, and they're going to open the door so wide that I'm going to be able to do whatever I need to do in that meeting. People are going to come in. They're going to be delivered. They're going to be refreshed. They're going to be set free. They're going to be healed. Their families are going to be saved. Good things. Why? Because my people are praying. That's how God moves in there. People say, well, God could do that if he wants. No, he won't do that. He chose to to move through his people. And by us praying, and and if he chose to do it that way, I'd say it's the right way, even if you don't know all the reasons. There's good ones. Amen. James five. James five verse sixteen. Says, confess your faults one to another. And pray. Pray. To God from a heart's desire. Pray. This isn't just, this, this word pray right here is the same word, if I'm not mistaken, in, in, in 3 John 2 that says, I wish above all things. This is the heart of God saying, I wish or I pray above all things that you prosper. Now, now he's not just talking about finances, he's talking about your whole life prospering every word you say every action you do the things that are in your heart even if you even look at that chapter the first next thing he says is it it gives me no greater joy than to see my my children walking in the truth walking in the truth is prosperity amen and it'll bring health why because the truth is the word the word is life and health these are the things that happen amen and, and that's the same word. That same word, he says, basically saying, I want you to desire that when you pray, desire this with all your heart when you pray for one another. Did you know nobody can pray for you better than somebody who loves you? That's why he says, brethren, pray one for another. There's only certain people that can hear your faults and still love you. Right? That's, that's your other that's your brothers, that's your sisters. Now you don't need to tell them all your faults, but sometimes you gotta tell them this is what's going on, I need help. Amen. And and but you know, the harder job in those two is the prayer, not the confessor. Because the confessor, he's got it out. The prayer now has to act in love and not judgment, or he can no longer pray. The minute you judge the situation, you're done with it because you cannot pray. Now, I remember when we first I first started helping Mrs. Moore, and we'd sit there and listen to some people. We kind of stopped doing that sometimes now because you end up listening to people. You know you can't listen to people and fix them. You have to listen to God to fix people. Right? God had to fix me, not something somebody else said. Amen. But I would sit there and hear some of the things going on and and in my heart and I didn't realize I was doing this until later when I actually did what I said I'd never do. But in my heart I'd say, well, I'd never do that. I can't believe they did that. (laughs) Believe it because you're human just like them. And you have the same capability to mess up just as they did. But... With the love of God, with the righteousness of God, with with your being reborn, you you have a greater ability not to. Amen. But we can't judge. Don't say don't say I'll never. That would never happen to me. Listen, listen, and then listen to God, because you can't pray until you hear from God. He said, "Confess your faults to one to another." pray one for another but in between that you have to hear from God you can't just start praying you got to hear from God look at uh, Acts Um, maybe I have it in my notes Acts Acts no not 12 Acts 9 Acts 9 verse uh, somewhere around 38 this is where Tabitha had gotten sick, and she'd passed away. She literally had died. I said she died. It wasn't like the lizards or whatever that are falling out of the trees, right? No, she, she actually died, right? And, and so Peter was close to Joppa, and the disciples heard he was there. Now, don't get me wrong. Today, we would call 250 people to pray. They called one, one person in faith, operating in love, is better than 250. Not. That's right. Don't don't. It doesn't say confess your faults to everybody. It says you confess your faults one to another. That's one to another one. Right. Doesn't mean you have to stand up in front of the church. Doesn't mean anybody else should know. Well, I just want you to pray. So I'm going to tell you. They told me not to tell anybody, but I know you'll pray. You know what I know you'll do? I know you'll be nosy. <laughs> we don't need to do that. They came and got Peter. They said, this, we're going to get Peter. And, and Peter Peter still had to have it on his heart to come. When they got Peter and desired to come without delay, next verse, Peter went. Peter rose and went with them. When he was come, they brought him under the upper chamber. All the widows were standing by, showing him the coats they'd made. They were sad. You know, a lot of people think he got mad, that's why he put them out. No, they were making too much noise. He's got to hear from God. Whether it's unbelief, whatever it is, he needs to hear from God. Amen? Amen. They didn't say, oh, Peter, Peter, if you'd have just been here, she'd have been lying. they did like, Jesus. Amen? But, but Peter didn't just copy. There's a difference between copying and imitating. Imitating takes the heart and the action and does it. Copying sees it and says, I'm going to try and do it the same way. That, that's what the, the sons of Sceva did. Siva, whatever his name is. Siva, Skiva, he was skeevy. Amen. That, that's what they did. They copied. What what Peter did was he knelt down and prayed. What was he praying for? Getting direction. You've got Brother Morris talked about this over and over again. You have to have a word from God to know what you're supposed to do next. In in a sermon I heard him preach not here, uh, recently he talked about a situation where it, he wanted to do something so bad. He he wanted something to happen, but he got quiet and God said no and it went a different direction. Why? Because you can't just do what you thinks right just because it's in the Bible. Right? How many people have touched the hem of someone's garment and walked away sick still? Why? Because they were copying, not imitating. If God told you to touch the hem of the garment, you're going to walk away well. Amen? If you're copying it, if Peter would have just been copying, yes, he had been with Jesus, but this is what God told him to do. You know how I know it? She she rose from the dead. So I know that he did exactly what God told him to do, the way He told him to do it, with the heart that he had to do it with. He came in there with a heart for God, and God saw Peter. Peter stood out, and He said, "Okay, there's my righteous one. He's getting ready to pray. He prayed." God heard his voice. Why? Because he hears the voice of the righteous. And when he heard the voice of the righteous, he acted on the prayer. He said, do this. And Peter, because he was righteous, this is what righteous people do, they do what the Lord says. He did exactly what the Lord says. And all those things working together, Tabitha came back. She was probably mad, right? She probably said, hey, I was in heaven. What are you guys doing? Could she leave me alone for a little while? Another another couple of minutes, I'd have saw the I'd have saw the Father, and you couldn't have got me back. <laughs> but she came back. Amen? This this was this wasn't this was imitating, and that's what he's saying even in, in 1 Peter 3. He's saying, if you're imitator of what God's doing, you're doing it the right way. You can't be, you can't be harmed for doing that. You won't cause harm doing that. You can't be harmed for doing that. Amen. Because we're what? We're following God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. He's helping us. He's helping us. I like it so much. Thank you, Lord. Well, I'm all out of my all out of my scriptures, but we're about to pray, so it's not going to matter. Amen. Go 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 to Acts 12. How many know when the righteous pray, God hears them? Why? Because they're righteous. When we act from who we are, not like who we are, from who we are. Amen? Sometimes people, they're not feeling like who they are, but they try this action anyway. It's just an action. Action without heart means very little. I had the very first installer I had work for me. yeah, I, he he had a helper, and he it was a good helper, but that's all he was, was a good helper. And, and I said, I, and I asked the installer, I said, and this installer that first worked for me, he was amazing. The Lord gave him to me just to help me. I'd have never known everything about the business I knew if it hadn't been for this man, and I still honor him today. But the helper was just a helper. It was a good helper. And I said, I, and I asked the, the installer, I said, I said, What is it that's holding him back? And he said, I can give him the tools, but I can't give him the heart. What's he saying? He's saying, you can do a job or you can do a job with heart. One's going to have value. The other one's not. Amen. One cares about you. One doesn't. When somebody's going to pray for you, you want someone who cares about you. You want somebody that that is hearing from God that's going to take the time to hear from God. Did you know that the Moors, whatever you tell the staff, it goes to the Moors. And when it does, they don't just whip off a prayer. They get quiet for a minute. And a lot of times they'll call us back and they'll say, call them and tell them this. What just happened there? The same thing that happened to Peter. They could have done what they'd done a thousand and four times and said, well, tell them this, tell them this. But instead, they sought God, they heard from God, and they said, tell them this. Now, good news is if they don't tell anything, they've prayed and they're hooked with you. Get ready to be better. Yes, sir. Amen? Get ready for things to go better. But but it's not, it's not the act. It's the act and the heart together. You have to bring them together. The act of prayer requires your heart. You you know, when it says your flesh, when you're praying in the Spirit, and your flesh is, 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 is not involved, that's good. But when you're praying, your spirit needs to stay involved the whole time. Praying in the Spirit, praying however you're praying, your spirit needs to stay involved. Your heart's got to stay in it. Amen? Where did I tell you to go? Acts 12? Another another one about Peter. This this one this at this point he was uh, he had um, made him mad. Herod put him in prison. Herod had put him in prison. What verse did I say? I didn't give you a scripture? Well scriptorians. First Peter uh, or Acts twelve five. Before this this is when he made him mad. He got put in prison. Actually, a lot of the disciples and apostles were getting put in prison at that time. He would got put in prison. Peter was kept in prison because Herod was going to kill him the next day. He'd already killed, what, who was it, James? Yeah, he'd killed James. And so now on the next day, it, it, he saw how happy that made everybody. So he thought, well, I'll do away with Peter too. But prayer, but prayer was made without ceasing. And that doesn't just mean they say, oh, Lord, help, oh, Lord, help, 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 help. You know, we got that fear prayer. You ever had that fear prayer? I know something happened when I first, first kind of was learning some things. And, man, you'd hear something that brought fear up, and you'd start praying in tongues like a madman. But you're doing it in fear. Did you know that it doesn't say the prayer of fear will save the sick? doesn't say that. So what was I doing? Worthless, no value. Amen. When we do it the way the word says and, and, and how the Lord tells us, then its value is great. Amen. It says prayer was made without ceasing by the church. That's what we're going to do tonight.'re the church is getting ready to pray. He looks down and he hears one voice, one voice, many, many parts, one voice. Praying to God, asking for help in these meetings, asking for his, his will to happen in these meetings, asking for the goodness of God to manifest itself. Hit one voice, all of us praying together as one, just like they were. Amen? We're going to pray like that. That's exactly how we're going to pray. We're putting our hearts together right now. God's knitting our hearts together as I speak. Amen? Amen? We're already knitted together, joined together by faith in this family. So now he's going to put our words and our heart together and our actions will match. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. But prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him, verse 6. And Herod Herod would have brought him forth the same night. He was asleep between two soldiers. The angel comes down. He's still asleep. Why? He's like Tabitha. Why are you you messing with me? I'm getting ready to go to heaven. Peter can't lose. He can't lose here. He can either get out or he can go on. It's a no-lose, win-win situation for him. Amen? So the angel comes down, kicks him. Keep going as I read the Dave translation. Kicks him, wakes him up. Says, get up quickly. He thinks it's a dream. He thinks it's a dream. Finally, I think it's like verse 12 he gets out of there. Go to verse 12. Yeah, verse 12. He would gotten out and he 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 gained his bearings, and he considered what happened, and he said, "You know what? I'm gonna go to the house where the church is praying. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Mary, the mother of John, where they're gathered together praying." So he went there, and what happened? He knocked on the door. This is not what we're gonna do. After we pray, we're going to expect to see what we've asked for, and it's not going to surprise us when we see salvations and healings and deliverance, when we see refreshing and renewing, when we see ministries that were about to go down come up. We're not going to be surprised. We're going to say, oh, the Lord's answering our prayers. You know, over and over again, I know Rob's probably done the same thing. Brother Morley will, will talk about something he said, and you know what he'll say? He'll say, yeah, the Lord's answering our prayers. Why? Because that's what's happening. That's what's happening, and this whole week, every time we see the goodness of God manifest itself, say the Lord's answering our prayers. We've prayed on Wednesday nights, haven't we, Craig? Yes. Haven't we, Dwayne? We've prayed. He's raising his hand. Craig and Dwayne do prayer on Wednesday nights. We have prayer on Wednesday nights. <laughs> Important things happen. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Go back to the verse. I forgot where it was. Oh, Peter knocked at the door of the gate. A damsel named Rhoda came, and she knew his voice. She opened not the gate. Forgot what. Well, she was so happy to hear Peter's voice. It didn't surprise her. Did it? She was so happy she couldn't open the door. So happy she couldn't open the door, and so she ran in. She told them Peter's at the gate, and they said, "You're mad! Now, why would you pray and then be uh, be, be surprised when your prayers answered?" Amen. Now, again, we don't I don't know what the situation was, and maybe it was surprised for a different reason, but they should have said, well, sure he is." sure he is the lord's faithful he's the one that told us to pray sure he'd get him out of there sure that's peter right not you're mad then they said oh it's his angel no his angel had already left him his angels who kicked him and got him up right (laughs) right and peter continued knocking when they opened the door they saw him and they were astonished You know, it would be somewhat astonishing. He was in jail just a few minutes ago. No way could he get out of jail and to hear. But yet they prayed. When we pray, let's expect the things we pray for and better. And then when the things that are beyond our imagination and our expectation happen, let's say he said he would do beyond your imagination and your expectation. He's the God that does exceedingly, abundantly, above all ab- and beyond all you can ask or think. So let's not even be, let's just shout when we see it. The Lord's answering our prayers. Besides that, we're going to pray in the Spirit. You pray in the Spirit, you don't know how far you prayed. Yes, yeah. You just know you prayed the perfect heart of God. Yes, Amen? Amen? Prayer's not to consume time or to tell people, oh, well, we prayed. <laughs> all right. Or, you know, you see it, sometimes you go to people and say, maybe we should pray. Well, it can't hurt anything. Yeah, it can. It's getting ready to hurt your faith. Why? Because you said it can't hurt anything. You have no faith in prayer whatsoever. Amen? Has it come to that? we got to pray. Has it come to that? <laughs> None of you guys have said that. I've said those things. None of y'all have. Just watch me learn. Don't put your hand on the stove. Alright, got it? Okay. When we pray tonight, we're going to expect God to move. We're going to expect. We're going to raise our one voice. We're going to do go to to Acts 4 and then we'll stand up and pray. We're going to do exactly. That Peter, he he had a lot of things happening when prayers happened from the church, didn't he? Man, I'm telling you what. He got people praying. Why? Because Peter was in the middle of it. How many know that your people over you need prayer they require prayer i was i was watching a tv show one time on one of the tvn or some one of the channels and they were talking about ministers that had died young and they were great ministers and and i said god what happened on some of that and he said well one thing that happened is everybody thinks they're okay so they never pray for them right everything's going on good in their life so they don't need prayer they're, they're the prayers, not the prayees. God moves when his people pray. Doors are open when when his people pray. Powerful, right? Fervent, what would it say when uh, the uh, the effectual effectual fervent prayer? Did you know that's one word? You can't look that word up in the Strong's because it, it both words. It's effectual fervent. Effectual, fervent prayer. They're both the exact same number in the Strong's Concordance. There is no difference. So you can just say, effectual, fervent. Just put it together, take take the little hyphen out of the way. It's effectual, fervent prayer. That's the kind of prayer we're going to pray tonight. Amen? It's powerful, efficient Effectual, it does what it, what what you set out for it to do. And the God of all the earth is looking down, saying, "Here they are. I hear them. I hear them. I see their heart." You know what he heard first? Your heart. Your heart started up. He heard your heart. Start. He said, "Ooh, ooh, I hear the heart." Because you got to start your heart up first. You don't pray until your heart gets in it. You pray after your heart gets in it. Amen. Your heart goes, then you go. Right? It's like pressing on the gas before you turn the key. Won't work. You turn the key, then you press on the gas. Right? Actually, you put it in gear, then you press on the gas. Amen. And Peter made made him mad again. And they that you know they had beat him and flogged him. I don't know what all they did to him. And being let go, where'd he go? Same place he went when he was let go last time. To his own company. To that's the place to go. If you, got, if you got stuff going on or you're excited about something, no one's going to be more excited than your company. Well, you got a testimony to tell, and you tell it to the world, they say, I don't believe that. You tell it to your brothers and sisters, and whoo yeah, that sounds just like God. Uh-huh. He went to his own company. When, he, when they heard it, what? They did just that. Oh, yeah. That's what we're talking about, Peter. That's what we're talking about, John. Yeah. They heard it. They lifted up their voice. Not their voices. Not many voices. Their voice in one accord. One voice praying one thing. One heart. Amen. And when they lifted up their voice, they said, You're God. You made heaven and earth and the sea. You are awesome. Amen. By the mouth of your servant David has said, Why does the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For a truth against the holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together against his anointed. Amen? For, for to do whatsoever thy counsel and thy, counsel, thy hand and thy counsel determined to be done. And now, Lord. Now he says, "Okay, my righteous have spoken. Now they're getting ready to petition. They're getting ready to ask me. They're going to make a request, and it's according to my will. Why? Because I see their heart. I see their. I see their words. They are getting ready to pray, and I'm getting ready to answer." Glory to God. He said, He said, now Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servant that with all boldness they may speak thy word and stretch by stretching forth thy hand to heal that signs and wonders be done in the name of thy, thy holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, when they had prayed, the place was shaken when they had made their request with one voice, one heart, one faith. The place was shaken. Not just when they when they had prayed with one voice in one accord with one heart with one faith. When they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled. Don't look for the place to shake. Trust God. They didn't say we're going to pray until this place shakes. That's that's copying. Let's imitate. I don't want to copy. I want their heart. You, Amen? Yes. Stand to your feet. And guess what happened after they prayed? Same thing that happened when Craig's verse tonight, and it happened. Yes, exactly what they prayed happened. Yes, Glory to God. Yes. So we're praying tonight, greater faith is next week. Yes. How many know God could do something that nobody expected, but that we prayed for? Amen. That God could do something that that was so great. Why? Because we haven't even seen this much of his goodness. He's so much gooder than we ever knew. Whoo! Let's know some more. Let's know some more. Everybody raise a hand towards him. Let's pray. Pray this with me. Father God, God. we are thankful. We We know know. that that you have been and you are. Answering our prayers, the prayers that we've prayed in Branson, in Sarasota, online, The, the prayers we've prayed as one you are bringing to pass and have brought to pass. And Lord, we know greater faith. That's your will. You ordained this meeting, meeting, at this time. time, And we pray pray for every person person that will be here, that will be involved, that even now, now, their spirit spirit would connect with what you're getting ready to do. do, That they wouldn't have to get ready. They they would come ready ready to to receive, to serve to pray, to love, to be in fellowship, that everything that people come for will be available when they get here. Open their hearts to receive. We pray for Brother Moore, specifically concerning the Word for that week. Lord, we know that You've already began it in his heart. And we know You'll bring it to full completion. And You'll help him by Your Spirit through love to bring forth Your Word with all boldness, with all power. Lord, that there not be one thing in your heart that's left back undone. And Lord, we pray that you help him to hear. We bind up any hindrances, any distractions, that he'd be clear to hear. Everything that you have for him to serve that week, this coming week. And Lord, we pray for every person that will hear it in the churches, online, everywhere, after the services, on CDs, downloads, that these messages would go forth and people's hearts would be open and receptive to hear and receive and do the things they know, the truth that makes them free. That that they know it, they do it, and they become free. They move further in the things of God, in the kingdom of God, doing the things that You've called them to do. We pray for ministers pastors, missionaries, all those that would come, all those that would watch, Lord, that they'd be refreshed, they'd be renewed, they would be stirred up in their spirit to receive this word that changes them, that changes their congregation, that changes the people you've called them to. That changes churches, changes cities, changes nations. Lord, we ask for for your goodness to be manifest in this week. Through your word, through signs, through wonders. Lord, we pray that you stretch forth your hand and you heal hearts, bodies, minds, families that you heal all that's broken, that you fix all that's been hurt, that you love people and and that they receive this love in the manner that it's given so that they can be eternally fixed. eternally yours yours. Lord we pray we ask ask ask. for utterance utterance. there are so many things things. that we know you desire desire. in this upcoming meeting meeting. and Lord we know know. that we can pray in the Holy Spirit Spirit. yes Lord before we do we will do that pray this way Father Father God we bind up the enemy from any access to these properties, to these people, the people watching, that not one thing, not one plan of the enemy would come to pass or take root in any way. And we purpose by faith that we as a church in Branson, in, Branson in, Sarasota, in Sarasota, that we will, we will have no strife. no strife. We will, we will walk, in love, walk in love one to another, one to and, another. and to all men. In that our love, our love will increase, will increase and, abound and abound towards one another and, one another and towards all men. Towards all men. And, the and the enemy will have no access. Now give us utterance in the Holy Spirit to pray further concerning these meetings.